Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl Rachel Rowe coming to you with another episode of You Ain't Crazy. You Ain't Crazy is a podcast where I give support and validation to individuals who have found themselves in a narcissistic relationship. You don't know what's going on. You think you're losing your mind. You know, one moment you're feeling happy, the next moment you're feeling sad. Once upon a time, you could think clearly and now you can't. Your mind is all foggy. Yeah, all of those things. I'm here to give you validation and confirmation that you ain't crazy. And just to put the disclaimer out there, I am Rachel Rill. I'm a thriver from being in a five-year narcissistic uh, relationship slash marriage, married to an alcoholic. Didn't know what I was dealing with. It didn't start out that way. Long and short, I did my work and I'm here to help you to do the same. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. I'm not a psychiatrist, therapist, or counselor, or anything of the like. And um, yeah, I'm just doing my work, paying it forward, um, making sure I'm doing my due diligence with helping individuals to get to that other side, get to your healing. Also, most importantly, to raise awareness about this personality um, type, you know, this personality disorder. I feel like the more we talk about it, the more clear it becomes. Knowledge is power, you know, and if you can figure out what it is you're dealing with and understand that narcissism is a personality type and that you can't change other people, the only person you can change and that's yourself. And this thing can be, it can, anybody can have it, you know, it's no particular person or anything like that. It's just, we all have different personalities and very often we can find ourselves and we can find ourselves dealing with a narcissist. So there you have it guys, enough with my introduction. Um, my title today that I want to talk about, um, this is a question that came in from Cora. Um, Cora, another good resource. If anybody knows my, um, content, if you're familiar with my content, I do drop little nuggets of resources to help you guys with your healing. You know, I know for me, that's how I healed. You know, I, I don't care what the narc is doing, what they're not doing, because realistically, I don't care if you've been with somebody for 20 years, five years, five days. Like at the end of the day, people show you what they want to show you. And it's up to you to understand and confirm for yourself what works for you, what doesn't. How does that person make you feel, you know? And if you're on the other side where you're feeling horrible and terrible, you might need to take inventory of that, you know, and do, do a self-evaluation and not keep worrying about what that person is doing. Worry about what you're going to do from there, um, from what they're doing, you know? So Quora is a good place, another resourceful place where you can see questions come in, answers and things like that. Um, I like to respond to some of those questions on my podcast. And sometimes I may do um, respond to it in the app as well, because it is an app. It's spelled Q-U-O-R-A. And again, if you guys are out there and you're like, hey, I want to see if there's an answer to a certain question or whatever. There's so many people who are going through what you're going through or who have made it, you know, through what you're going through. So you never have to suffer in silence. There is an answer for anything that you're dealing with. You just got to speak up, speak out, you know, and connect with somebody who resonates with you. And if you have to do it anonymously, do it anonymously. The main goal is, is to get you to that healing and understand, you know, that people will do to you what you allow them to. And 
when you want something to change, change starts with you. For the most part, I know that there are extenuating circumstances where you have no control, you know, over what's going on. But for the most part, a lot of us do. And those are the people that I'm talking to, those who can make a difference and those who can't because your safety is at risk, then that's another conversation. You know, you would more than likely have to get extra help. So you know your situation, just always make sure you practice safety first. So this question that came in from Cora um, said, what, uh, what does a narcissist do at the end of a relationship? What does a narcissist do or what some of the things that they might do at the end of a relationship? And it's not, to be honest, it's not um, too much different from what they're doing when they're with you. <laughs> Is, is they just ramp it up, you know? In my opinion, these are all my opinions. You know, they ramp that thing up to to just make your life miserable at the end of the day. You know, they want to make sure that either, you know, after wanting you to stay or, um, you know, after all of the manipulation and all of that kind of stuff, you know, they want to shift, they're going to shift blame on you. They shift the blame on you when they, when you were in the relationship and Lord knows when you finally decide that enough is enough, you take your power back. You're not engaging and um, communicate, you know, you're not engaging in any kind of conversations with them. You're just backing up and you're taking the focus off of them and putting it on yourself. So they're going to shift blame. You know, it's so many things that they can do, but please understand they're going to blame you for the failure of the relationship. They're going to, some might fight you, you know, to say, Hey, stay here. I'm going to change, blah, blah, blah. Some may not do that. They may or may not fight on your decision to end the relationship. And it's never, you, you, you will never win because that can go either way. Making you jealous. They're going to try to do that. Go on a smearing campaign, go online, go on these social media pages to try to act like, you know, as soon as you, y'all break it off the next day, or even before, before you um, you ended the relationship, they already was baiting and, um, just kind of getting somebody else in line for you, or they were already in the relationship with the next person, you know, just kind of like molding them to be the next, uh, victim. So again, they may guilt, guilt you into staying. Don't believe it. That future faking crap. You know, they may promise you that they're going to change. Don't believe it. <laughs> they may stalk you, spy on you, um, seek revenge. You know, it's because they're very competitive, bad mouth you to a lot of the people around you. You know, just just expect that kind of stuff. So the reason why I say that it's not a it's not a big difference from what you were already dealing with in the first place disrespect, uh, lack of trust, lack of empathy, lack of communication, lack of support, you know, like all of those things that took place in the relationship, you know, de just devaluing you, discard you, and then hoover you back in, promise you, making you, making all of these fake promises to you. Oh, I'm going to change. Oh, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to drink anymore. I'm not going to do drugs anymore. I'm never going to hit you again. Like all of these fake things they'll do. Or you may have a situation where 
they'll be like, you can go head on. You can get out. I didn't want you in the first place. You know, they will do anything to try to make you feel bad. So expect that. Don't think that you're going to break it off and they're going to be nice and go on about their business and they're going to lie on you. They're going to lie on you, which is why I feel, you know, anybody who I feel is connected to the narc, I don't want no dealings with you either. No, and I'm not saying it to be smart. I'm just saying that if you're talking to my op, my enemy, and, and especially if that person is a narcissist who's very manipulative, the narcissist is going to go out of their way to make sure they twist stuff around. You can say, hey, I just know so-and-so and so. They're going to take that and twist it around. If the narcissist is having a conversation with them and that person say, hey, you know what? I just saw Rachel, blah, blah, blah. They're going to twist it around and say all of these things. Oh, I knew her and da, 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 and try and just make up stuff, make it up. And they can sound, say one word that might sound true. And that person might fall into, you know, the trap of believing them. And then next thing you know, there's the smearing campaign because the narcissist is always looking for someone who can side with them. Somebody who's going to co-sign all of their BS. So you really just got to understand that, you know, that's why it's very important that you don't tell them anything. You don't tell them where you're moving to. You don't tell them anything that's going on good for you. You don't share anything. You don't have to be rude because that's what they want you to do. They want you to be rude. They want you to be mean and nasty. They want you to be dramatic, just like they are. That gives them supply. If you feel like you want to win, act like you're not bothered. Even if you are, don't show them that you are because that feeds and fuels that personality of theirs, that manipulative personality so that they can go and tell someone how much you missed them, how much you... You were crying because you wanted them and they did this to you. You got to realize they're going to fight like hell to not feel embarrassed. And when they know they're losing you, they got to ramp it up. Like, hey, let me get them back. Hey, let me blame them. Let me blame them. This, you know, this is the end. You know, they, they're just going to taunt you, try to emotionally abuse you, emotionally, just emotional uh, manipulation in itself. You know, they may try to just start even doing better. They may try to uh, try to love bomb you again. That's the other flip. So you might get love bombed or you might really get get hurt. So you got to be careful. But either way, it's fake. It's 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 just if they try to go love bombing you, it's fake. It's all to just keep you there. And then if they have the ability to hurt you, you got to be careful. Always put your safety first, which is why it's best that you don't say anything. You put your safety first. You make sure if you if you have to come up with an exit plan, just make sure you're doing what you need to do for your own safety and for the safety of your children. If you're still raising small children, because again, my heart goes out to anyone who who's still dealing with a narcissist in a relationship. It's just heartbreaking. And very often, you know, you have to, um, you got to put your your safety first. And I would say it can be expensive to get help. So when you're looking at therapy and counseling and things like that, that you might need to get, if you can't afford it, don't let that stop you. Go online. There's a lot of free services online. There's a lot of free content. You know, I hope that's, 
you know, some of my content can help you to understand, again, you're not alone. There's so many people who have been where you are and who's made it out. There are people who's, who's where you, they are where you are and they're working on getting out and they share their story. You know, you got Dr. Romani. I talk about her a lot. Dr. R-A-M-A-N-I. I don't know her, but I can tell you she's a licensed psychologist. And for me, I wasn't trying to pay a bunch of money to keep trying out different therapists, especially if they didn't understand narcissism, if that wasn't their specialty and they weren't, they couldn't be manipulated because the narc will go up in a therapy session and put you to shame and be siding and the therapist will be siding with them. Then you're going to leave feeling horrible. I'm speaking from experience because that happened to me. Got the therapy because I didn't know what this thing was. I didn't know how manipulative somebody could be. I just knew when we got into the session, I'm looking at this person with my mouth open like, are you kidding me? Like you just clearly twisted the entire story around. You clearly changed my narrative. You're accusing me of all of the things that you're actually doing and have done. Like it was just the most horrible session that one could imagine, which is why two years ago, a little over two years ago, I decided to take my power back. I knew that I wasn't losing my mind and I knew I needed to do something to help myself. And thank God, God led me to the internet. I began to do my research. I found different talks and Dr. Romani and other experts and therapists and counselors who they were speaking my language and I began to do everything that they advised me to do or advise the person who was going through that situation to do as well as prayer and faith without works is dead. So I prayed and I worked and I prayed and I worked and God led me to the right content. He led me to the right information to allow me to get out of that situation. And I can tell you again, when it's ending, you got to clear clean house. You know, if you really want to take your power back, anybody who's connected, you can gracefully and bow out like, hey, just taking time for myself. And if it's a real friend, they'll understand that. And if they don't, oh, well, even a family member, whoever, because when you're trying to get focused and learn who you are and what you are and understand your worth and your value and you want to get to that place, you got to shut people out and they're not going to be concerned about you like you should be or like as much as you're concerned about yourself. They're not going to get it, nor should you, should you expect them to. So I say that also, I learned this word on another, still dealing with that. Like I said, as you understand what, um, what the NARC can possibly do, I want you to understand, here's a word that I feel some people have. It's another personality type, which is the opposite of narcissists, and it's called an echoist. And I'd never heard of that word before, but I can tell you it's like the opposite of being um, uh, a narcissist. It says an echoist is an empath's habitual refrain from expressing themselves in an erasure of their true identity in favor of agreeability with narcissists. So there's a, you got to make sure you don't have that. Are you, are you an echoist? You know, it says that They are people who struggle to express themselves. They worry about coming across as needy and they lack a defined self-identity or clear desires. So they often seem content to simply support others. 
like you more so you're more you you find contentment in supporting other people even at your own detriment even if that means putting yourself last even if that means causing you to lose something you'll put somebody else first you have to make sure that's not who you are you have to make sure also you don't have Stockholm Stockholm syndrome make sure that you're not addicted to the pain that you're in and I was talking to a friend of mine earlier in regards to just um how you may not see certain things and you know when you find yourself in in a situation you really got to take the time to look at yourself because when you really love yourself it feels weird understand that it's going to feel very weird for someone to mistreat you to the point where you you will feel like you got to vomit if you're around somebody who's mistreating you like you have to go it's not even up for discussion and if you're in a situation with a narcissist, someone who's emotionally abusing you, hopefully you're not being physically abused, but I feel like both are just as bad as the other. You got to make sure that you haven't gotten comfortable with the situation. And also it's one of those things where I know when I was in it, I began, I'm not a person that you can just walk over. So I felt like that situation was taking me out of character. It was bringing somebody else out because I constantly had to defend myself, which I did, you know, verbally. And then I'm starting to be manipulative. Like, hey, you want to go there? I'm not going to, obviously, I'm not trying to fight a man, but I can be very uh, mischievous, meaning, you know, you think you're going to watch TV after you're going to fuss me out or whatever. You might go to the store. I'll unhook everything and act like I don't even know how it happened and sit there and watch the person trying to turn on cable or something or go to the circuit breaker in the crib and just turn off the power on certain things where that person at the time my spouse would sit there and be wondering why this isn't working why that why won't the microwave come on why won't like I would do stuff like that which again you will find some kind of defense mechanism and if you keep doing that it can take you out of character which is why I knew I had to get up out of there because that's not who I am it's not who I am And when you're in those toxic relationships, it can make you start to be toxic. And then the, there are times when the narcissist look like the nice one in front of some people's eyes, because when they go out, they got to look like they are the prize and you have to look like the bad guy. And it's only if people are around them enough that they will know or see the manipulation. But if they're not, The narcissist knows how to put that other mask on. That's why it's called a mask. They hide behind it and give you the business when they're in your in the house or wherever you live or wherever you're on the car or whatever. You know, they're always going to show a different face because they want somebody else to think that you're the bad guy. So just again, look up that word, you know, and make sure you're not a person who is um, an echoist or that you don't have echoism. It says that I was Googling it. It says that it's, um, let's see, what causes echoism? Echoists appear to be born with more emotional sensitivity than most of us. They feel deeply. And that that's me. I feel very deeply. I can feel like the pain of other people. I'm very em- empathetic. It says, and when that temperament is exposed to a parent who shames or punishes, them for having any needs at all they're apt to grow up high in echoism 
So it's one of those things where, again, you want to definitely look look it up and talk about it because, again, never even um, thought about the word echoism, but it is a thing. It's a personality type, just like a narcissist is a personality type. It's just the opposite of a narcissist. So do you have echo syndrome? Look it up, you know, and it's E-C-H-O, echo, echoism is E-C-H-O-I-S-M. And all of these things, mostly everybody has a phone. You know, most adults have a phone. So look that word up, echoism, and, you know, you'll see echo, you'll see echoist, things like that, which is basically, I can see a narc being, you know, you being a magnet for a narcissist. So everything is about a balance and you got to get the help that you need. Put the practice in because at the end of the day, you want to make sure that you are mentally fit. You know, you want to make sure your mind is right just as much as you want your physical to be right. Another um, word I wanted to, it's called mesochism. Mezu, let's see, masochist. These are just definitions because all of these things are personality types and people don't talk about it enough. You know, uh, a mesochist, mesochist, but it's spelled M-A-S-O-C-H-I-S-T, but a mesochist, and that's a person who derives sexual gratification from their own pain or humiliation. In general, a person who enjoys activity that appears to be painful or tedious. So, and it's not only sexual, it's also one of those things where um, I was talking to someone on another podcast that I sit on. I'm one of the hosts out of one of three hosts, but we had her on our show and she was talking about how she's all, she feels like she's addicted to her situation. She's addicted to the pain. Anything that that's nice and she knows it's right feels very weird to her. And a lot of it has to do with her upbringing. So we talked about it on our show, which is called Bringing on Candid Convos. Um, if you ever on YouTube or whatever, look it up, Bringing on Candid Convos. Or you might be able to type in my name, Rachel Real, R-E-A-L. And first thing is R-A-C-H-E-L. But we have great conversations over there as well. But that was a good one. Um, why do women stay in toxic relationships? That's what it is. That was the name of the show. Why do women stay in toxic relationships? Even though we know men can be abused as well by a woman, but statistics shows it's like 80 to 20 or 90 to 10, something like that in terms of maybe 70 to 30. I know it's a much higher ratio where the women, um, more women are abused than men, but we know it definitely happens on both sides. There are definitely women who are narcissistic for sure. And it's not, I mean, you can have narcissism in the workplace. You can have narcissism with a parent or a child. It can be a friendship. It's not only romantic um, relationships. So, and again, because it is a personality type, not so much a diagnosis, it's a personality type and it's a personality disorder, you have to understand everybody have personalities, you know, and what kind are you dealing with? You have to understand that. But I feel like when you learn who you're, who you are, then you can get you right. And once you get you right and you know that person is not good for you, do you really want to sit there and keep going back and forth with somebody who's unreasonable, don't even like you, don't even like themselves so they don't even know how to like you? Put your children at risk. 
adapting to that behavior of becoming another narcissist or a dependent, you know, becoming a narcissist or an echoist, you know, you have to really identify what's going on. And when you do that, do you really have the time to sit there and engage in that stuff? I don't think so. You know, I'm sure you have too many things that you desire to do in life. You know, your dreams, your aspirations showing up for anybody who relies on you, like your children, any dependents who rely on you and not trying to change another adult, not sitting there and taking the abuse from another adult, somebody who's not caring and loving and respectful and supportive. You know, you want to be around somebody who just downs you every day, you know, because they feel empty. They want you to feel empty. They don't like themselves. They're never happy. You don't have to deal with that nonsense. It's not worth it. Because at the end of the day, whether you leave them or they leave you, they'll get somebody while they're with you. They'll get somebody after they leave you. They will start molding that person and grooming them before they even let you go or you leave them. They don't care at the end of the day. Plan to be, plan to be tortured. They just don't care about no one no one understand that I don't care if you feel like you had a good day or a couple of good years or a couple of good months or whatever think about all those times that wasn't right and I guarantee you if you're really with a narcissist you've had more tears than laughter or maybe you're not with a narcissist if you're really with a narcissist you definitely have had more tears than laughter more confusing moments than clear, period. Or maybe you're not with a narcissist. But even if you're with a toxic person, you still need to look at yourself first, become self-aware and say, hey, what do I deserve? And if you feel like you don't deserve to be loved and respected and have reciprocated back to you what you're given, then you might need to get yourself some help to make sure you're not just addicted to the pain and you're just numb and accepting whatever is dished out, especially if you don't like it, you know? So that's all I have for you guys today. And again, um, just my commentary on what a narcissist will do at the end of a relationship. And that's very much the same they were doing in the relationship. Just amp it up some, you know, it's going to get real, you know, it's going to be the smearing campaign. It's going to be the manipulation. They may even try to get you put in jail. They may, you know, definitely going to make you cry, want to make you jealous, want like, just don't give them no information. When you know you've come to the end of the road or the, the fork of the road dealing with them, be quiet, shut up, stop telling them stuff. Don't be like, oh, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. I'm done. I'm done with you. Mm -mm. Don't say nothing. Act just as normal. You got to cry. You better sit in your car, go in the closet, go in the room, wait until wherever. Don't let anybody you that any mutual friends or it can be family, anybody that's still talking to them. mm -mm, Not at the end. Don't do that. Oh, let the person be the middleman. That narcissist is going to say so much if they got even practice it in their head to make you look bad. They are going to go above and beyond out of their way to make you look bad. So don't even give them that power. The minute you start telling them what your plan is, you've just given up your power. That's like telling the secrets to the enemy. Don't tell them. Don't even let them know what's going on. 
if you if you you already gonna have some issues but at least let them look crazy with their own lies because if they don't know what's going on they're going to be forced to make up something and then they're going to look stupid that's like saying oh you know she did so and so and that person the other person be like that's not true because they clearly you know say for instance you're in one state you're in philadelphia and and they're like she was in new york and i saw her and they were like no that's a lie because she was clearly in philly you know it'd be like they'll have to make up stuff so don't make it easy for them because they're going to make up some stuff anyway because remember, that's their personality type. And they don't know what to do with themselves when they're losing. It triggers them. It's a narcissistic injury. They don't like to lose. So the manipulation and all of that stuff is going to happen. They may try to turn the kids against you. They're going to try to take any moment that they can to turn it against you. Everything is going to be your fault. Everything that goes wrong will be your fault. So you just got to be ahead of the game and understand that it's going to get real do your research because a lot of this information is right on the internet. What a narcissist is capable of doing in every situation is different, but it is not, it's not good. Put it that way. You can survive it if you play your cards right. So whatever your situation is, find a story that resonates with you. Find some information that resonates with you. You know, if you got to find a therapist online or find some of the free information that's online, because you might find out like, you know what? That's me. You know what? That's what I need to do. There's a lot of information, way more than what was there when I was going through my situation back in 2017 when I didn't know what I was dealing with. It was only when the pandemic came, I started to see certain things, but I really didn't see it until like 2020, 2020 when I really started to dig a little deeper and I wasn't, you know, just taking the advice from people when they're like, whether it was a pastor at a church or another counselor. Oh, have y'all gone to therapy? You know, you might want to get into therapy. That works with a person who doesn't have a narcissistic personality, not a person who has a narcissistic personality. They're only going to show up to try to embarrass their partner. That's what they're going to do. They're not there for a solution to make it better. They're there for confirmation from the lies they're going to tell. And you're probably going to be so burnt out that you're not even trying to argue or defend yourself anymore or get gaslit by the daggone therapist who might not understand because they're believing the lies from the narc. So, you know, we can talk about this thing all day long, but y'all get where I'm coming from. So that's all I have for you today. Peace and blessings to you. Um, I pray that your week is going great so far and make it be great. You know, tomorrow it's hump day. Make it be great. Take these tips and apply them. You know, if you're trying to make a difference, anything you do for 28 days or more, remember, it will become a habit and you are going to, that's what I did. I began to really focus on myself, straight on myself. Even when I wanted to do something for the narc on his good day or whatever, I had to focus on me and knew that it was just temporary with that person. And I can tell you I'm free. I don't have any ill will towards that person. I don't feel any ill will towards the person. I love everybody, but I love me more. I put those boundaries in place and I stuck to them. No one has the permission to mistreat me ever again. And it's not even up for discussion, which is why I will never go back and forth, argue or try to prove myself to anyone, especially someone who means me no good, especially for someone who's not showing up 
to be supportive of my feelings just as much as they would want me to be supportive of theirs. So there you have it, guys. I hope this content today inspires you, motivates you, encourages you in some kind of way. Please share the information. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see or talk to you in the next podcast or not next podcast, my bad. In the next episode, I will talk to you guys then. Peace and blessings to you. Give yourself a big hug. Hug on your children if they're still minors and live with you. Tell them that you love them. Tell yourself that you love her. You love you or he or she, whoever you are. And love starts with you first. Love yourself enough that you won't allow anybody else to show up in any other kind of way that you're not deserving of. Peace and, peace and blessings to you. Your girl, Rachel Real, is out. Bye.